Episode 99. It is episode 99, guys. We're here, we're live, and we're giving the episode that the people want. They want the story of our 10 years of friendships. Yep. The ups, the downs, the fights, the battles, the wins. How we built a top 1.5% podcast globally. Yeah. But first, before we before we dive into the episode, check in. How you feeling 1 to 10? Feeling pretty good. I I thought we were recording at 1. We were recording at 1.15, so I've been here for like 20 minutes. Uh, feels good to be early, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Got able. I was able to eat before this recording, That's which was great. good. How about you? One out of ten. I'm feeling a solid. What'd you say? I didn't even give a number. Okay. I'll give a seven. <laughs> I'm feeling eight. So I got a puppy over the weekend. Oh yes. I have been going in and out of a sleep schedule. Mm-hmm. I toughed it out the first night. Puppy woke up four or five times. It's yep. so worth it, you guys. I got a golden retriever, seven weeks old. Her name is Winnie. She is so beautiful. If you guys want to check out what she looks like, you guys can go check out my Instagram. You guys can also follow us on our personal accounts, which, yeah, which we never on the promote. Screen. No, but you guys can go check it out. Listeners, if you guys are here and you're enjoying the episode, please leave us a five-star review. It helps boost so, so much more than you guys would ever imagine. It is true. And if you love the show, leave us a written review. That also helps and download the show. You guys have been cranking out the downloads, and we appreciate it so, 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 so much. We do. One to ten rating, eight seven you guys let us know how you guys feeling this week listen this episode is completely prompted by a comment that we got on in um actually no episode 98 we said do you guys want to hear more about our personal life we got three or four comments of people being like yes we want a whole episode on it yeah we figured we'd give you guys the whole story because let's just start with some of people's biggest confusions they don't understand how you live in america when you moved here so i say we each give a minute backstory on how we ended up in the same town in northern california Okay, yeah. So I moved from Sheffield, England when I was eight years old, the prime young age of eight, um, because my parents came here for a ministry school. Uh, They were doing like missionary work, um, whatever you want to call it. Uh, They were doing their thing. So I moved there with them. I've been here since fourth grade. I'm now 18 years old, uh, coming into our 11th year in California. That's it. And you lived in Sheffield your whole life before then? Yes. Yes. And how did you enjoy living in Sheffield when your parents were like, hey, eight, six-year-old, four-year-old, eight-year-old Josh? We're moving to America. What'd you think? Did you think like the quintessential America life? Yes, dude. I was gassed. I was so excited because all I knew of California was palm trees, beaches. Of course. That's what everyone um, thinks it is. And I was like, oh, great. I've seen it on iCarly. Okay. Like, of course, it's going to be the best life yes. ever. You saw it on Living Maddie, Jesse exactly. kicking it. Exactly. And then we move into a small little northern mountain town of uh, Redding, California. And I'm like, well, this isn't what I imagined. <laughs> uh, still had a great time. I've met all of my were you, friends, were you disappointed yeah. when you first got here? A little bit like, hey guys, hey, this is not what I signed up for. Yes, I was like, I'm not used to lakes, I want oceans, please. And describe the landscape of Sheffield. Are we talking small cottage town, city like London? So Sheffield actually is one of the best mixes of both, okay. in my opinion. It's got a big city, like tons of shopping, mm-hmm. um, but it's also the greenest city in England. Interesting. So the countryside is beautiful, like everywhere is green, it's all really nice, it's one of my favorite places ever. When you and your family talk about your childhood, I just think this is this is the picture that's painted to me. Okay. You live there, your dad owns a barber shop. Yep. There's a candy shop or a sweet shop right down the road. You yep. walk there after school. It it's tea time every single day. Like this is the vibe it gives off. Like yeah. it's like cottage but like city. Is that kind of how it is? Yeah, so we lived in like a semi-detached kind of okay. like a New York style apartment block yes. or like yes. house block. I've seen pictures. Um it's like it's pretty much four stories but it's very slim okay um so we lived in one of those we had a basement and an attic okay um and then two stories in between and it was like a very it definitely wasn't a countryside Mm -hmm. neighborhood it was on a main road okay 
Um, so there was a bunch of shops down the road on a steep hill, and then there's like a park at the bottom. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Shout out all of our UK listeners. You guys, you guys smashed the download yeah. button literally. Also, speaking of UK listeners, yes. Um, one of my friends, one of our close friends, Ethan. Yes. Um, his friend Josiah. Shout out Josiah. Let's he was go. saying that over Christmas break, when he was back in England, he was having a really tough time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was working like eight-hour shifts in a mail room, like packaging wow. uh, boxes and stuff. And he said that Juvie was like really helping him get through that. So awesome. Uh, which means so much to us, Josiah. We we love you. You're a great kid. Saw him yesterday. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah we met at like a like a kind of like concert type of thing, and like I've met a few people like I didn't know prior, and it's just the coolest feeling. So cool. So shout out all you guys. All right, one minute backstory. We both live in Northern California now. I moved up here when I was six. Yeah. Six years old. I lived in LA, then New York for a few months, then back to LA. I grew up going to the beach a lot. That was kind of like, we were like, we lived in like the the valley of LA. So it's like, think suburbs. I grew up right around the corner from a skate park. Now it's like drug central for teenagers, which is a bummer. But I grew up there. Shout out, if anyone goes to, wait, Pedwell? Oh, frick, I'm getting mixed up with the Redding one. Um... Anyways, that's the skate park I grew up. I grew up skating, boogie boarding. This is yeah. like my childhood. Uh, I had a treehouse in my backyard growing up. Some of my prime, childhood. some of my prime days. Then we moved to New York. I barely remember New York because I was definitely on the younger side. My younger brother was mo- was born there. I love New York. Still love New York to this day. We moved back to LA, and then my parents were like, "Hey, we're moving to this Northern California small town." And yeah. little me had no idea what that meant. I thought, "Hey, we're going on a trip." I remember we visited once, and I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, like there's not a lot of traffic. Like it's pretty." easy to get everywhere yeah a few months later we're moving the only memory i have of us actually moving was packing up the the uh like u-haul or like the tr- moving truck because I remember yeah. my mom took out the fridge and growing up my entire child i thought the fridge was attached to the wall so did i and so when she moved it out i was like whoa 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 you're How did telling you me they built a house with a spot for a fridge i yeah i thought just houses just came with fridges oh, i didn't know to buy a fridge or bring your own fridge same that's just one thing i grew up not knowing since i've been back to visit i remember Probably like four or five years after we moved, I'm now like nine or ten. Uh, we went back and I was like, you know, driving around the neighborhood and everything feels so much bigger when you're a kid. It's like all these trees lining my street. I'm like, of these course. are massive. I come back, they're not that big. Yeah. I remember we knocked on the door and, then, and they weren't answering. And like we knew the people that bought the house. So my mom's like, okay, let's just walk in. Thinking back, I'm like, why would we just why walk would you in? Do that? Yeah. I don't know. She felt comfortable. So we walked in the backyard and they came out on the back porch like, oh, hey guys. I was a little bit scared, but she felt good. I remember walking up to the, um, to the tree house and being head level with the top. I was oh, like, that's such a weird feeling. Dude, and so my whole childhood, I thought I was in this big castle. Yeah. Nonetheless, of course. I was not. Fast forward, how many days into us both being in Northern California did we meet? Two. Two days. It was in. two days since I moved. We moved, uh, I think it was the next day that, yeah, because here's what happened. We moved on a Friday, mm. I think. That Saturday, my Dad was doing yard work at our middle school Yep. because uh, they had to do like a parents thing, uh, which that's where I met your dad. Mm-hmm. And then that day they planned for a Sunday afternoon um, at the Whiskey Town Lake. Yeah, which is like a lake by our house. Yeah, so we, we went to Whiskey Town and that's where we met. Little did we know that was the start of a couple businesses, a couple yeah. business partners. I remember my dad, like when we moved from LA to up here, my dad's like, everyone's so nice up here. Like it's so weird. Like so everyone's like friendly, friendly yeah. and stuff. I think both of our parents experienced that for the first time. And so, you know, I'm, I really, I'm gonna be straight up honest. I don't remember a lot about my parents. Be like, hey, we're gonna go to the lake. I was like, probably like, okay, cool. Yeah. 
Now, we're both going to tell our sides of the story of the first day we met. We very, very vaguely mentioned this in the past, but we thought we'd give an in-depth version. Also, we were eight and six, so we don't have much memory of this at all. And then Josh's older sister was uh, ten. And also, before we say this, um, me and Zion, Knight's older older brother, brother, we we were like best friends for a while before me and you became But this is before we even met. Exactly. Don't yeah. fast forward on people. They're going to get confused. Sorry, guys. So I remember we show up to the lake and we kind of like park on the side of the road and we're going down like this kind of like steep hill. We didn't yeah. go to one of the main beaches. We were like trying it to find a, a secret It was like beach. an alcove beach that yeah. I don't think I've been back to. And I remember I'm walking down and I see this kid with fluffy, like a fluffy afro. And Josh, I remember this vividly. I walk down and you're in this blow up raft, probably like yeah. 10 feet out from the water. And I'm going to give an impression. Okay. You're like, daddy, daddy, I can't get in, daddy. And I was like... <laughs> Who is this little kid? Like, why is he whining? I was like, what is going on? Now, let's give your first 10 seconds. Okay. You see this scrawny kid. (laughs) Dude, I can't remember my first 10 seconds at all. I just know we did not get along. No. We can, let's both say what we didn't like about each other. I just, I didn't, I think I didn't like your accent because the only thing I could, um, like, Reminded me of was like Veruca Salt because it's okay. like like you know the accent like I I don't think I'd ever watched a show just like the spoiled British yeah well I get and what I remember like and you guys would call daddy daddy like I never grew up calling my dad daddy yeah. so like I was like okay like this is weird okay so like what was your first impression I dude honestly I I wish I had more memories of my childhood but I just I kind of it's kind of faded for me I don't think you liked me because um, I was younger like you don't like the younger you don't want to like the younger kid when you no. were a younger kid as well yeah I did think I was like this kid's gonna die because he's jumping off a cliff at six years old. Yeah, I was a um, daredevil. Yeah, and then that whole day just took a turn. Yeah. My older sister, and there was another family there that we yeah. met that day as well. My older sister had become very close friends with this other girl who was somebody else's older sister. Mm-hmm. And they went out in this like blow up raft. Um, they were just like, like a big kinda, five one, like yeah. a really cheap one, you know? They were kind of just like floating down and then they got stuck in a current mm-hmm. and they just like zoomed down the river and they're like, where have they gone? Yeah. So I remember all of the dads like jumped in the water. They swam after yeah, them. Yeah, to try to. And they them. had to like pull the raft back out of the current. And, and I remember it was, like, like scary. Like you know, we were all cordial. We like weren't saying to each other's faces, but you could just tell like we were not getting along. Yeah. Little did we know this would be the start of a very long friendship. Yeah. So again, on the like, other hand, though, me and Zion became very very say. close. My older day. brother is two years older than me, which is the same age as Josh. They become very close friends. Fast forward a little bit for the because you guys are just listening to this. We're gonna try to speed this story by. Josh and my older brother are going to school together. I'm going to a same school, but a younger grade. Yeah. Fast forward, probably about, we don't know the exact dates. I'm going to say a year, a year and a half. After we've lived in the same town, we actually become neighbors. next door neighbors. Yeah. Like we're talking door-to-door neighbors. And this is where the Josh and Knight saga begins. It is. Yeah. I start becoming very close with your older sister because yep. like she would like... At that point, it was almost like kind of like babysitting. Like, you know, I was probably like, I was like four years younger than her yeah. or five years younger than her. And you guys her. just had a similar personality. So you yeah. guys clicked very well. And like, she wasn't like, you know, g- girls are usually different when it comes like little kids. Like they're, yeah. they're more like nice about it. You know, older kids like, I don't want to like that guy. Exactly. I do remember the first time that we ever had a sleepover just us. Okay. Do you remember this at all? I probably will. So my older brother was out of town. And again, we were door to door neighbors. My older brother was sleeping over at your house all the, all time. the time. And like at this point, like, you know, we're sometimes hanging out as a group. Like it's just more rare. And I remember I wasn't allowed to have sleepovers at this time. Okay. But my mom was like, hey, Claire, Josh's mom was like, do you guys want to have a sleepover tonight? And I was like, yeah, I do. But like, that sounds so sick. Remember, we, there, Josh used to have this couch that opened up yeah. to be like a, a bed. 
no, not a bed, like a uh, like you could put like movies or DVDs. In, oh like yeah, a, that was like a drawer underneath. Kind of like yeah. a drawer. And I remember we sat in there and we watched adults or what's it called the adult movie? Adults two. Uh, oh, grown ups. Grown ups. Yeah, I remember that. And I was like, they just cussed. This is so. This awesome. is so. We're so old right now. <laughs> we played. We watched that and we played had pizza, Minecraft, right? And we played and we had pizza. And I remember that day. I was like, okay, I could get used to this kid. We had both yeah. become like kind of just friendly with each other. Yeah. And then do you also remember that probably every day we'd watch uh, Little Rascals Little on that Rascals. TV? We, at that point, the best shows of our childhood were Kicking It, Living Maddie. Any guy that says they didn't watch Living Maddie is capping. Wrong. Capping. Such a good show. Jesse, Kicking It, all these shows were top tier. Yeah. We were just talking about this, pausing the story. Why are they not making shows like this anymore? I don't know. They're trying to make shows too, like, too professional looking. Mm-hmm. They need to cut back to where they were just like... The background of an animated show was a still, yes. like it looked hand-drawn and everything was 2D. Keep that. Like, like Johnny Test. Best show. Probably the best cartoon ever made, in Such my personal opinion. Um, yeah, so that was that house. Okay. And then Unpaused, we're going back into the story. Yeah. Uh, soon after that, um, I moved out of that. We were only in that house for the summertime because then it got bought. We mm-hmm. were renting it. Um, we moved into the same, it was the same neighborhood, but just a little bit, like a couple streets over. We realized we had really soft grass. I don't know if you remember this. We had soft grass on our front lawn and we were three houses down off the top of a hill. So we lived like down a hill. And this this is when we were getting really oh, good at riding scooters. Yes. So we thought it would be the most fantastic idea to get on our scooter, our like old Razor scooter at the very top of this hill, bomb down the hill. And as soon as we reach our lawn, we just dive off the scooter into yes. the lawn. And we did it hundreds of times. It that, was so much fun. That was so dangerous. But at that age, you're convinced you're invincible. Yeah, you've, like you've never really gone hurt yet. You know? How did none of us break an arm or a neck doing that? I like, think you're kind of flimsy at that age. It was so dangerous. Like, are your bones even developed? I, I, I mean, yeah, because you'd cracked open your head like three times by then. This was the the start to a lot of our bad ideas. Yes. Somehow we're still here and still friends, but we've had everything from bad business ideas to fights to probably almost dying a few different times yeah like i've got another good business idea written down right here okay um i think i don't know if we talked about it on an episode but we talked about it recently we tried to build a car Mm. out of a big probably six by ten piece of plywood Mm -hmm. and about eight tin cans yeah um and at that point we didn't realize the importance of axles but again let me reiterate we were watching shows like johnny test where this worked in reality exactly so we duct taped some tin cans sideways mm-hmm. to the underneath of um, the plywood. And then we got like a two by four and probably the steering wheel from a, the Wii, you know, yep. um, and like taped it to that. And we're like, why doesn't it roll? We did. Why yeah. doesn't it we steer? weren't quite understanding physics at that point? No, because who is at, at 10 years old? But, you know, people say when you're in your teenage years, Saturdays are for the boys. But I'm convinced when you're 8 to 10 years old, Saturday mornings trying to invent stuff with your neighbors is the best feeling. It really is. Anything from building a treehouse to go-karts to, like, just riding your scooters, dude. Yeah. Those were the prime best boys days. days. You know? Where you'd line up the, um, you line up your uh, trash bins and yep. the neighbor's trash bins and mm-hmm. play soccer curb to curb. I mean, you had no choice. What else? Your parents weren't going to drive you anywhere. Exactly. Like, you couldn't drive. You either no. bike to your friend's house or you just, like, we used to get bored. We're not bored anymore. No. The truth is we don't really get bored. No, like, because you can, if you get bored, you can turn on a movie or, like, drive to the 
or just get, go get food get or sucked like sucked into TikTok, dude. Exactly. And that's something that like kind of scares me about the kids growing yeah. up now is like they don't get to experience the neighborhood friends. Because boredom is where creativity shines. That's where it like, is, dude. And all these we, good ideas. Dude. Now I want to. I'm sure you have this written down, but I'm. I just need to say it. Yeah. We. This was probably one of our worst business ideas. Yep. I'm sure you remember this. Oh yeah. Of okay. course. When Josh and I were probably eight in no, when Josh and I were probably six and eight years old, no, no, no seven no. and nine, probably eight and ten. Okay, okay, okay. Let me. I'm gonna re re fast forward. Okay, when Josh and I were probably eight and ten years old, we had probably in a million dollar business idea. Yeah. Now let me explain. One summer day, it was very, very hot, and we were convinced that our neighbors needed water. Yes. They needed it. They didn't have it. Yeah, because we needed it, so obviously they need it as well. So we had the bright idea of getting a empty Costco box yep. and filling it up with cups of water. Yep. No ice. No, it was just, just water. But it was fresh. It was from the fridge. And we went door by door knocking, saying, hey, do you guys need water? Yeah. Now, what didn't cross our mind is that they have a refrigerator with water. But that's not the point. No, because why would we think about that? We're trying to sell. <laughs> right. And I remember that was probably the start of our entrepreneurial mindset because we got rejected probably 15 houses in a row. Yeah, I don't think anybody bought our water. And I remember the exact conversation. We still had our... We At this point, we had probably drinking more water than giving out. Yeah. Because at some point, we started giving them out. But I remember we were sitting on the curb. It was so hot because our city gets like 100 degrees. And we're like... We're sitting there and we're like, dude, why did this not work? Yeah. And we couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. But what that taught us was that after the first try, we had many, many entrepreneur ventures out oh, there, yeah. which led us to building this thing. It did. And it also led us to building um, Kid Flawless mm -hmm. and Bro Impeccable. Mm -hmm. uh, you might be asking, well, what's that? I'll tell you what that is. Uh, it was our trick shot channels that we never filmed. We never uploaded mm -hmm. because we didn't know how to. But we were filming them in the imagination. Exactly. And we had millions of subscribers, just like Dude Perfect. I remember doing YouTube intros to each other, but there was no camera rolling. Yeah, we'd say, what's up, guys? This is, what was uh, what was Tyler's, like, <laughs> boomstick? Or no, it was, what was it called? His, like, most popular oh, one. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking about. Um, We would always do that, and we'd sit up on my bunk bed, which yeah. I have another story written down about my bunk bed. We'd sit up on my bunk bed, and I had a little Tykes basketball mm -hmm. hoop. And we would just oh what laser shot or something? Yes, the laser shot. That's we like would we would the shoulder. throw it so hard. This is a laser shot, and we'd make it in. And we like that was kid flawless, prime days, bro. Oh yeah. But before we move on to the next venture, you guys drop in the comments. Did you have any business ventures that you did with your boys that didn't work? We'd love to hear the stories. Yes. Continue. So, in reference to the bunk bed, I realized one day. Uh, so my bunk bed was kind of like a loft bed where it's like a small bed on top. And then I had a big bed underneath. Mm -hmm. um, but usually it was supposed to be used for like a desk, stuff like that. Right. But I just had a big bed underneath. Um, so the top bunk was like here and the end of the other bed was like here. For so reference, we had, what, what is that feet for our audio listeners? Uh, probably like, there's probably like four foot of exposed bed. Okay. Where the top bed cuts off. So what he's saying is the bottom mattress was bigger than the top yes. mattress. So there was like a layover. Okay. So what we do is um, I figured out how fun it was. If you sit on the back, on the top of the bunk Lean bed, back, yep. and just fall off and land on the bed. And it was like, for kids, it was like a good three feet, which mm -hmm. is like a pretty big fall to land on your back. Um, so we'd try in every different way possible where we'd like cover our heads over with the blankets that we couldn't see. And Daredevils, fall. bro. Yeah. We, we didn't understand the consequences that could have happened. No. And then we also would like go on our knees and like 
kind of like roll front flip off. Yep. Um, those were the best days. Before we move on to the next era of our friendship, I think I have, and I, do, I don't think you have this one written down, okay. but one of the scariest parts of our childhood that we had together. Okay. Okay. This part of my childhood definitely scarred me when it came to animals. You may know. Okay. <laughs> so, Josh... Me and my older brother were all sitting in Josh's bed, and Josh had just gotten this new oh, lizard. Oh, yes. Josh had just gotten this new lizard from PetSmart. Yeah. What kind of lizard was it? It was an African, um, what was it? A fat-tailed gecko. So this isn't one you catch. This was bought, and I remember, we're, oh my gosh, this scares me thinking about it now. We're all sitting in their bed, kind of like, you know, just passing it around, and my older brother's holding the lizard, and all of a sudden, the lizard's tail falls off. Yep. Why did I think you weren't in the room and then we had to explain to you? No, I, it's because I left him and then I came back and you guys were screaming, Josh, the leather tail. I was like, what the hell did you guys do? The, I remember we went home fast that day because yeah. you did not want us around. Josh came back in the room and the lizard's tail had fallen off. We later learned it's from like stress. It When it gets scared or when it feels threatened, it just drops, it its, drops tail. its tail. <laughs> Terrifying. That was definitely one of the scariest moments. If anyone else has had a moment where their lizard's tail falls off, please yeah. let me know because I don't think I'm alone. And then I walked back in. The lizard was on the bed here and the tail was here and it was wiggling like crazy and on and, the bed. Me and my older brother were losing freaking our minds, out. dude. It was freaking out. Terrifying. It was horrible. Uh, but that wasn't the first time it shed its tail. It shed it like three times after that. Yeah, dude. But at least um, you're, you're prepared now. Yeah, rest in peace, Luigi. We love you. R.I.P. Um, another story about animals. Okay. When we were neighbors, we took two fence posts off the mm -hmm. fence so we could have easy access into each other's houses. Uh, that was probably one of our best ideas. One of the best. That was and it so worked. sick. It, it worked. worked great. Um, we did forget that I had a pool and they had a dog. Um, and Maple didn't know how to swim. R.I.P. Maple. Yeah. How um, are all of our animals dead? I don't know. <laughs> um, but it, it didn't die because of this. No. But I remember one day Maple had found our way. Um, into our backyard and jumped in the pool. Or the fell in way the pool. may have been through the fence. Maybe <laughs> it could have been. We don't know. It's not. It's not clear. No. Um, and I go into the kitchen and I see something struggling in the pool. And I was like, Oh my gosh, Maple's gonna drown. For reference, my dog had never been in water. No. So I run in, fully clothed, shoes and socks on, jump in, grab Maple, lift her out of the pool. I've just rescued this dog's life. I'm on top of the world. Josh may have extended Maple's life by like five years. Yeah. Definitely you did. Definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So we, we got the intro. We got the middle part. Now let's move into the start of what we've built here. Yeah. Because I know that people want to know it. We've told the story before, so I don't want to reiterate the entire story, but I feel like there's a few moments that we haven't nailed down. Yeah. So... 2021 going into this new year what was your what was your plan obviously we had no idea of a podcast but like you were still in high school yeah right all i wanted to do is because that it was at, was it around the same time i was writing the book yeah yeah it was yeah i started writing the book in 2020 uh guys please go buy my book i'd love that <laughs> that would be so nice it's on adventurechallenge.com dinner dates edition josh made a cookbook with the company yeah if you didn't know i made a cookbook um so i was just hoping that was going to lift off and yeah. i wanted to start doing like food content creation mm -hmm. um which still haven't done let me know if you want me to do that um i wasn't really Matthew expecting Merle, anything to happen coming for your crown i am dude <laughs> i want those three million followers you got right now something Born like that. That. crazy my dude yeah um wasn't expecting anything like this to happen no. whatsoever so you guys know i was going out of public high school transitioning back into online and i was itching for something new i was like dude i don't know what i want to do like i haven't really found like I knew I wanted to create some type of content and I enjoyed social media and, you know, I was helping. I was starting to dip my foot in kind of consulting, but not really. And 
fast forward, had the idea for the podcast. I call up Josh. I remember vividly. I, I remember exactly where I was in town. And I was like, see, here's the thing. is that we had many phone calls that started with, this sounds crazy, but hear yeah. me out. This wasn't the first time. No. But this was the first time we'd ever followed through. Yeah. I think this was the first venture together where we, we were like, we're actually. This will work. We're, yeah. Not even this will work. We're actually going to do this. Do it, yeah. We could have made selling water work, I'm convinced. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we just didn't try hard enough. And I remember being like. Yo, if we're going to do this, like, we really, really have to do this. And I remember the first time we sat down and we made this terrible, terrible kind of trailer for the show. Dude, it's All such shot a on iPhone. It's so, so bad. If you guys want to find it, I think I took it off everywhere. I think it might be on our TikTok. Maybe our first TikTok ever. Might we could link there. a private video for it in the description. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. maybe when <laughs> well, it's actually, it's on. We get enough comments about it. We'll go back and look at any episode from 1 to, like, 30. It's no, still the no, intro. I'm not saying that intro. I'm saying the video trailer trailer we made <laughs> oh yes <laughs> that was Dude. even worse so listen we're like hey we, we kind of picked a date we're like all right beginning of actually no we thought beginning of february and then we realized what the hell how do you create a podcast yeah so we kind of backtracked because we're like hey we're gonna do this right i remember doing the most general google searches as in how do i get my podcast on spotify or yeah. and these, these are just the things that we had to do we had then. no idea we spent like two no. hours researching everything we could because we didn't know and at this point like we weren't really podcast listeners impulsive was kind of kind of started i'd like, watched some impulsive episodes but yeah i'd never listened just to listen to a podcast before. something i'm proud of is we definitely hopped on the podcast train before it boomed a hundred percent because now like everyone and their mom has a podcast but that's fine anyways I remember we were meeting and we're like, all right, listen, we, we had podcast gear available to us, which was honestly super, super helpful. We filmed on an iPhone on like a rinky dinky iPhone tripod. And I remember yeah. what we would do is the iPhone would be in the middle of the room for reference for our audio listeners. I'm probably saying 10 feet away from us. It would fit the whole set. No color correction or anything. No. I would literally go over, put it in the stand, like literally like an Amazon tripod. Yeah. Click start. And we would record an episode. And I remember there's the probably like... The only thing we'd make sure was that it was shooting in 30 FPS. Yep. And I remember, I remember there's probably like seven or eight episodes that are just completely crooked. We didn't, oh, yeah. we didn't even bat an eye. We didn't realize that no. it was crooked. That was the first episode. And I remember after our first episode, which ended up being our fourth episode, but our first released episode, we get home and we don't have any video. Yeah. And I remember being like, I don't know how I feel about this podcast thing. Like, yeah. that wasn't actually that enjoyable. I'm yeah. like... Well, we need to talk about what happened when we first tried to set up the set for the first episode. I think we mentioned it, but reiterate. We'll, we'll reiterate. So we had a vision where we wanted to get two tables, um, kind of making OG like a bird's wing. Yeah, like a W. Um, exactly. And we More wanted like to have... More like a V, right? A reverse V. Yes. But then it was like, yeah. like the table's going this way. Um, and we wanted a bar stool on either table mm -hmm. and the mics to clip on and then us talk like at a table. Um... And then we just wanted to roll with that. So we tried it. We grabbed the tables that we had and we tried to clip the mic sounds on, but they didn't fit because there was a metal bar underneath the wood, which made it too wide. So like, very quickly we realized, scrap it. That's not going to work. It's not going to work. I mean, I would love to say it was as easy as that, but I was pretty hung on the idea of like, I'm not doing a podcast if we can't do this. Yeah. We, we we later learned that this would actually be a reoccurring issue of, oh, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Let's find a new way. It's not going to work at all, yeah. actually. Like... Basically, everything we do every single time to episode 100, we are still not sure before we record. Exactly. <laughs> um, so David Knight's dad, he was helping us set up and we were in um, the school that they um, are a part of. And we were using these chairs 
these leather chairs, which you guys might remember if you've been watching for a long oh, time. Oh, gee, um, probably first 50. Yeah. So we put them on the ground. We're like, I don't like how it looks. It's so close to the ground. We want to be sitting up on a table. But then we just sat them down. We got everything. And it looked so much better than it would have if we did tables. Yep. So that's a quick lesson on perseverance. I think it's something that I'm proud of of our younger selves was having the confidence to bring in guests like millionaires who pulled up in Lamborghinis. Yeah. And us being like, yeah, we can handle this. Yeah. Were we good hosts for the time being? That's for them to decide. D- yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, talking about Joe Sire in the beginning of the episode, he started on episode one and made it to like episode 50. He just watched oh all goodness. of them from episode one. I was like, I feel so bad for him. Why did you start at one? <laughs> if you are new here, start at like episode like 70. Please. We were kind of in our stride we beg by then. You. So listen, we, we did actually have, if you want to listen, we have some of our best guests were early on, some classic guests. Some classics. Is the word. Yes. Not maybe not best, but like <laughs> no, we they loved were great. Everybody, we were just bad hosts. The way we handled it was not great. No. Um but I mean, we just thought we were good episodes. though. We were good for being yeah, for, not for ever doing a podcast. Never doing anything before. I remember we kind of launched all of our friends around here supported us. That's kind of all we ever thought Juvie was gonna be was yeah. our friends listening and just like teenagers around our area. Little did we know we'd become a global show. But yeah. and none of our friends listen. Exactly. <laughs> I mean they know us though. Yeah. So it's like why would they? Yeah. Let's put this story in five times speed, all right? Yeah. We list we release our first episode, never got a download. I was like, cool, don't really care because I what are downloads? What's that? Yeah. Now we've learned that that's the biggest metric to track your podcast. First episode releases. We're feeling okay. Yeah. Second, third, fourth. How are we feeling at fourth? Fifth. Feeling pretty good. We're like, we've got like maybe a hundred downloads, right? If even that. No, I think probably like 50. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, like, all right. Our YouTube was, you know, gaining some traction. I remember we had, we were grinding on TikTok at this point. I remember the first time we got 10K views on TikTok. It was incredible. The feeling of just seeing your TikTok rise in views. You're like, holy moly, like I'm doing it. I remember remember the video as well. It was the first time we ever did like, um, a we want you type video where yep. like if you are this type of creator this type of uh, career mm-hmm. we want you to come on the podcast that's how we booked a few guests i remember yeah. we had our first verified person comment we lost our minds yeah. and now we're friends with plenty of them but again such a cool moment for the beginning of our career we then after that i don't i i, I don't even want to say anything started to pick up because it didn't really you know we gained a few thousand subscribers probably like thousand two thousand at this point tiktok maybe 10k i remember we went from Zero to 10K in probably like two months. Yeah. That was everyday posting. That was crazy. So probably like 60, 70 posts in. And this time we had maybe 300 subscribers. We had one video that gained us a few hundred because it was like pushing people over. Yeah. Um, Then I remember summer of 2021 hit and we were like, at this point we're 20 episodes in and we've kind of now gotten used to the fact that we're kind of in too deep to ever stop because yeah. we started to have quote unquote fans like people that tuned into our show yeah we had regulars which feels crazy to this day like yeah, saying we that we still got just, so many people from episode 3 that which still is listen wild like shout, shout out Rhea. you guys for literally riding with us it's just been a crazy journey and so uh, 2021 we're, we're grinding out the guest episodes we're trying to figure out you know how as hosts do we host a show but also get guests yeah. Going into fall of 2021, we kind of start to pick up on downloads a little bit. Yeah, we did. We, um, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, we, we just, all just of a sudden, emotional talking point for Josh. Yeah, we, we just started getting like downloads out of nowhere and mm-hmm. we're like, what is going on? I think we, we had our first 5K download month. Yeah, and we realized it was because t- um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and stuff, and they were starting to um, promote 
a podcast more putting it on more people's for, like suggested well pages. we kind of started to realize we had to tell people to download because they didn't know it helped our show yeah so that's we've definitely improved our intro quite yeah, a bit 100 percent um because our yeah. OG intro, we used to do fact of the week. Oh, I forgot about fact that we got <laughs> to bring we, fact of the did week. Did we back. think we were like Bill and I, the science guy? Yeah. Welcome back to Juvie. Fact of the week, like what we got we doing? A, if you want to bring back fact of the week, we'll bring it back. We're not that bringing was, it. It was back. classic. It was not. It was not good. Um, and then yeah, fast forward to Easter of twenty twenty one. No, no, twenty twenty two. So look, end of twenty twenty one. I think we had hit um twenty thousand downloads, yeah. which. We were hype about. Yeah, we sure were. Um, and then a little bit, a pretty big jump. We had, by the time we'd reached 5,000 subscribers and we were coming up at Easter of 2022, we, at the beginning of the day, we checked, we were at like 1,000 downloads for the day, which was already pretty good. That was a big day, 100%. Um, and then by about three o'clock, we were having like Easter lunch or something. Right, 10. We were at 11,000 downloads mm-hmm. and it was like, what is going on? Um, by the end of that day, I think we did 15,000, was it 12,000 no, 12, 12, downloads yeah. we did in that one day. Um, I think that's the first time we started to realize that we actually, we have something yep. big here. We started to understand like a host, like it's our responsibility to host the show, like make yeah. sure that every single minute of the episode is us telling a story or communicating with a guest about a story. And I think we kind of started to hit our stride. We were like, all right, listen, we've been putting in so, so much time, like, so so much time behind the scenes yeah. you guys don't even know about and won't ever know and that's good that's that's fine that's not your job as a viewer or a listener is just to tune in for the week and we we give that to you guys every week and so we kind of realize like this is this is interesting like we kind of have something here we've kind of kind of gotten in the groove of this okay this is how we do it and i remember at that point we we're like all right now that we understand this how do we start making money and that has still been something that we're still trying to figure out yeah because like, we get reached out to by brands every single week and yet we've worked with one. Yeah. And so I remember August, you guys, I think you guys, you follow us on TikTok. We rolled out our first branded campaign, got a, some money from that. I can't say the exact amount. wasn't anything special, but it helped us, you know, kind of fund a trip, yeah. which we took. It helped us fund more gear to give you guys like the intros. Now you guys see the intros are on a different camera. And we were kind of like, okay, so now we know what we're worth. We know our show's working. We just need to keep doing this over here to make more money. Yeah. And so now I think 2022, you guys are going to see a lot more brands that we're working with. Obviously, we told you guys that this episode and season is sponsored by Studio Red, which made this whole thing possible. Sure So did. that is a brand that we're working with who obviously made our biggest ever campaign yeah. and our biggest ever project possible. And you guys have been noting that too. We saw a bunch of oh, comments yeah. um, on social media and on YouTube saying that the quality, the video, uh, the audio, everything has gone up, uh, which is so true. We can't express it strongly enough how much we appreciate studio red for um just giving us this incredible place to work in. it's so awesome and what just a great just a great company to work with and so we had kind of a plateau in like october or september october the beginning of november we were just like all right we're doing our thing people aren't downloading you know people are busy it's cool we kept working nonetheless and then december hit you guys started to go crazy again december and january january has been our best download month of the year Going into 2022, again, we knew that we were going to get the best studio we could think of. Yeah. You guys knew that we kind of scaled down. We went from three cameras to one camera, and that's just a part of the process. Like, if we yeah. would have been like, all right, we'll pause for three months, that just wouldn't have been the wouldn't best thing worked. to do as hosts. And so we decided, hey, we're going to work with what we have, which is something we've always done. And it's, yeah. it's I think it's why this, this show has worked. At this point, we've gotten over a million listeners. We've grown to be top 1.5% globally. We've now friends with some of our favorite creators. We've been in contact with some just crazy people. And yeah. I think 
moving forward, I think we're just more excited than ever to just continue to up the quality and grow as hosts. Like it's so cool knowing that people are growing with us. Seriously. Like we're figuring this out week by week. We have yeah. a lot of cool projects. I hate to say it, but a lot of cool projects planned for 2022. You guys got to see Studio Red. You did. And this coming to fruition. So that was something we were hiding for a long time, which was hard. Yeah. And also wait, because very soon, and I promise very soon, the Studio Tour video will be coming out. Um, I don't. In the next two weeks. Yeah. 100% in the next two weeks. Yeah. We are just waiting on some last pieces. Waiting we're going to have a TV last, yeah. come in here, some shelves. And so we want to, we hate to be like, oh, this will be in the last reveal. We're giving you the last reveal. Yeah. Uh, we could release it now and just do a part two. But we don't want to do that to you guys. No. We want to give you everything all the same time. Uh, so once everything is done, you'll see it here and you'll also see it in a great video. Exactly. And I want to make some promises to you guys for 2022 so you can keep us accountable. We want to bring you guys bigger and better guests. We already are lining some up. So stay excited for that. Episode 100 next week. Now yep. listen, me and Josh are chatting and we're cooking something up for you guys that, let's just say, it's going to be hard for us to do. It's probably going to be our most uncomfortable episode yet. <laughs> most uncomfortable, but you guys have been wanting it. And we know you enjoy it and we're willing to be uncomfortable for you guys. So listen, yeah. episode 100 is coming next week. Stay tuned for that. Be excited. Next Saturday, a week from today, you guys are getting episode 100. Sure. Uh, it's going to be a little uncomfy. Let's yeah. just say mm, four guests. It'll be our first time having four guests. (laughs) It's going to be, and uncomfortable is the word. Extremely. Uh, So from that, you guys can probably put together what we're talking about. No, you can't. Um, But We're interviewing our exes. Oh, I just said... No, we're not doing that, guys. That will never happen. Uh, you can comment it as much as you want. But let you guys, let us know if you guys want a teenage dating part three, because we know you do want it. Yes. Uh, give so, us some ideas for that. Exactly. Because, yeah. What do you want us to ask some people? Do you want, let's just throw some ideas out. Do you guys want us to do me do speed dating and Josh host it? Oh, and that would be in, so we classic. We bring in like 10 different girls like that are my age and I just interview them. Like, I don't know. That could be fun. That will, that is, I'm going to write it down. And you host it. That would happening. be, I'd get my Riz game on. No oh, yeah. Um, so everybody, I just hit my lights confused. <laughs> Hopefully the camera's on Josh. All right. Continue. We'll see everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Juvie podcast. It's a little bit longer than usual, but this we know you guys love it. The air. This was the saga of the night and Josh, Josh and Knight. 10 years of friendship yeah. put into 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, so please make sure to download, leave a review, uh, leave a like, whatever you want to do on and social media. Let us know if you want more styled episodes like this, where we're like we're telling a story over yeah. thirty minutes with some fun stuff involved. Like Josh said, do everything that Josh said for the people, for yeah. the one time, for the culture, for the youth, for the juvie. That is a wrap. That is a wrap to the wide.